Well, I have the, uh, the pleasure of introducing um, this morning our Power Camp Director, Dave Kitzman. About many of you have met him and have at least seen him. And, and Dave, you're welcome to begin uh, making your way to the stage here. I, uh, I'm just glad you're here. As I was looking around going, where's Dave? He's blended in with the, uh, with the, 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 the young folks over here. So um, I'm just glad you're here at all. But um, Dave, uh, many of you have heard before that Dave is a seasoned missionary who's spent uh, 13 years, is that right, um, in Peru. And uh, nine of those years directing sports ministry in Peru. And by God's good providence, um, he delivered Dave and his wife, Mindy, and their family about a mile and a half from us, right on Myrtle Grove Road, uh, just right to our back door, and um, worked things together such that as we had um, need, they had gifts and experience to bring, and so he has uh, brought all of that to us. It's, Power Camp is new to him, um, but kids are not new to him. He has a background prior to his mission work, and even part of his mission work as a school teacher, even middle school students, uh, right? So I say that as a former middle school teacher myself, um, you know, those who teach middle school and then like it, uh, you know, just need to remain middle school teachers because um, it, it just is, uh, requires a special sort of uh, gift and grace and so forth. So, so Dave brings all of that to Power Camp today along with uh, just a, a deep maturity in the faith, a genuine love for the Lord, and lots of wisdom um, to add to all of that. And so I'm grateful uh, to call him a brother and a friend. Glad he's here. And so would you welcome today Dave Kitzman. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Uh, praise the Lord. He is good. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Um, this has been a, a major learning curve since we got here uh, the week before the hurricane and, um, you know, and everything that goes in with that in January and just figuring things out. You all as a congregation have more experience about power camp and how it works and what's, what goes into it than, than I did. And I am learning. So, um, the very reassuring thing is Stacy was uh, praying, you know, that anxiety and stuff like that. Um, I'm typically a pretty mellow person, and, um, you know, there's just things that come along with uh, directing things and doing things like this that start to weigh on you. And the really great thing to remember is just to continue to give it to him, whatever the situation is. Um, and yes, you have a certain amount of ownership to it because you've been charged with something, but also remembering that there are things you have no ability to change or do whatever it is. It's in the Lord's hands. So um, there are things that, yes, I've been tasked with doing, and I want to do the best job possible, but also um, knowing that, man, God is in control. He's in control of... Uh, who comes to Christ during camp. He's in charge of who 
renews their faith in him. Um, so that is very um, freeing. And it should be for all of us in our walk with the Lord. We are not in control. We need to give Jesus uh, the control in our lives. Um, so thank you for that reminder, um, because it's, it's definitely true. Um, Power Camp has a pretty long history. I mean, it's about 14 or so years that it's been going on. And so, and the bar has been set pretty high. And so it made me a little nervous um, taking this on. But um, <clears throat> there's been some great things in place, and we're hoping to continue on, um, you know, changing a few things here and there, but trying to keep things as much as possible the same. Um, one thing that's really evident from talking with parents, people in the congregation, campers, old campers, staff members, things like that, is that uh, Power Camp has this really special place in a lot of people's hearts. Um, it has been uh, an experience that kids, some now are coaches that grew up as campers, and as they got to a certain age, couldn't wait to get into a role of being a coach in training or a high school coach. Some of them are even sticking around in their college years or coming back and wanted to work some more. Um, so that's really reassuring because obviously there's been something really special, and God has done great things with Power Camp in reaching out to the Wilmington community. Um, and so one of the things that I've been working with with them, trying to remind them, and I, and I try to remind pretty much anybody that I ever talk to if I'm talking to a group, uh, Colossians 3.23 um, is kind of our theme as a staff. And um, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Okay, so as a staff member, that's a good thing to remember, that the work that you're doing, whether you're getting paid or not paid, whatever it may be, um, you're doing it for the Lord and not for human masters. In our jobs, wherever we may be, in an office or a school teacher, whatever profession, um, remembering that is always a good um, compass, I think, and to keep us where, you know, our mindset and our heart, where, where we're going, where we're striving. Um, I'm excited about the staff that God's put together um, for this year. I have a great group of uh, high schoolers and college age and beyond. And um, what better way to hear a little bit about Power Camp than to hear from some of them. So what we have is uh, a coach in training who is the ninth and 10th grade age range. We have a high school coach that's an 11th and 12th grade range. And then we have someone who has recently graduated from college who has been working with Power Camp for several years. So um, right now, I'm going to go ahead and ask Jenna to come up and share a little bit. Um, hi, my name is Jenna. I have been a part of Power Camp since t 2015. Last year was my first year being a coach, and I would like to continue doing it throughout my high school career. I think it's always been my favorite part of summer, 
It's been great. Um, it's really helped me get closer to believers and just strengthen my relationship with Christ and with other people. And everyone here is so nice and full of energy. It's so great to be a part of. I truly am blessed. And God has really helped me through some hard times a lot. And same with my friends. I've seen him work wonderful ways, keeping them happy through their dark times. And he's brought me so much closer with other people. And when I started, I knew who he was, but I wasn't that close with him. And he really brought me closer. Like, power camp was a big part of that. It was huge. And I can't wait to see God change the lives of campers, helping them become close with him, and just being a better part of their lives. And I can't wait to see them grow as people, too. Thank you. Yes. Hello. All right. Good. All right. So I'm Michael Pleasant. Um, I've this is my second year doing Power Camp. Uh, so I'm not a seasoned veteran like some people here, but uh, I still had a great time and I love doing what I'm doing. Um, so the reason I come back to Power Camp this year uh, is because you know you just have this situation where I would say this camp is really unlike any other. You know, you have camps like VBS or other things, and you know, the thing is about those camps is you know the main group of kids you're going to get there. Um, the kids you're going to get there is going to be Christian parents, Christian families, and their kids already have an understanding of who Christ is for the most part. But with um, Power Camp, you have this situation where not all kids know Christ and not all family, they're all from different uh, groups and families and situations and so you just see this melting pot of kids that you get to teach and you get to see them experience God for the first time and I think that's one of the greatest things about uh, Power Camp here and even with the I want to focus on one group we have this uh, group usually every year with it's a scholarship group um, and they're the inner city uh, kids and with those kids they always have a different attitude than all the other kids. And it's a great attitude because those kids, they don't get to be kids every day. Uh, you know, they go around and they are having to grow up faster than any of the other kids at power camp. And they are just, they're just depraved of the Lord and of just getting that childhood that every kid should have to grow up with. And with power camp, they come here and they get to just experience what it feels like to have fun, to be a kid, and to feel the Lord. And I think that is one of our most redeeming qualities, is that these kids, they get to learn the Lord. And they're excited to. I know I had, uh, I was working with third and fourth graders, and we were talking about creation, which, if you know anything about kids, and when you talk about creation, there's going to be questions. Always questions. Where does God come from? Uh, when is the world going to end? How old is God? Who's God's dad? And stuff like that. And, you know, those questions, although I might have been like, oh, we don't really need those right now. If you, When I look back and I see those questions, those are kids thriving and wanting to learn about the Lord. And, you know, you don't get that everywhere. You don't get kids just 
gravitating towards wanting to hear about God, and even with the kids that don't even know God, you see 50 kids stand up when they say, who wants to accept the Lord? Um, and even with, you know, myself going into power camp, I... When coming in last year, I was a bit hesitant to come in. Um, I always know I've wanted to work with kids, but I've never, I never thought, you know, oh, this is going to be the best experience of my life where I'm going to get super happy and pumped about this every day. But every single day, I came back, and I was just thriving on the Lord. I, I was filled with joy every single day because I found what made me happy. And I know this is for a lot of coaches here, seeing a smile on a kid's face is something that's so fulfilling and seeing them wonder about the Lord and hear about the Lord just fills you with so much joy that you can't help but spread it to others and uh, you know even with that I've grown and grown and this thing has been growing in my mind and you know kindling but power camp itself has led me to want to go into the mission field and it's great that we have a uh, director that had the same tech dream but um but it's just something that I've, I've wanted to do, and uh, this has really put a huge impact on my heart to go in that way, and um, I hope to continue doing it this year. But yeah, that's uh, what we got. So I'm gonna bring up Natalie. Hi, I'm Natalie Brown. Um, this is gonna be my fourth summer working at Power Camp, and I just, this camp holds such a special place in my heart, and I look forward to it every summer because the Lord has just worked tremendously in my life in deepening my relationship with Him and allowing me to be more confident in who He's made me to be. And just thinking about camp and the summer, um, one of my favorite books in the Bible is Exodus. And in the beginning of Exodus, we see Moses as a shepherd, and he's likely taking his sheep along this same path every single day for like years at a time. And then one day, the Lord appears to him on this path in a burning bush. And, you know, I think sometimes, especially as coaches, we can get so caught up in just the routine of camp and like getting things done and focusing our our responsibilities as coaches that sometimes we can miss just the fullness and the amazing presence of the Lord. And so looking to this summer and being on staff again, I'm just so excited to be able to have this opportunity that the Lord has put in just my daily routine of life to serve him with some of the greatest coaches and friends that I've ever had. So yeah, and I thank all of you, even though this isn't my home church, Myrtle Grove is always going to have such a big place in my heart, just the people and the support they have for, you have for the community and for us is just amazing and yeah, so thank you. So that's just a little glimpse into the hearts and minds of some of the coaches that are working with Power Camp this year. It's, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, thank you. I know that uh, that's a difficult thing to do, <laughs> so uh, to get up in front of a bunch of people and, and talk. So um, 
as we move forward, um, this is a spiritual battle. Okay, we, we have to recognize that, and um, we need to be on our knees. We need to be coming before the Lord in prayer. And so that is really what I am asking the most from the congregation. There's been many people that, there have been many people that have signed up in um, ways to help out in, in praying for us. Um, we covet your prayers for the campers, some that are already signed up, those that are not signed up and probably going to show up the day camp starts that we don't even know of okay all that stuff is one of those things that's in god's hands i can't uh figure out who is going to actually be here so besides the ones that are already signed up thank you lord and um but pray for those campers that are going to be here that they would have open hearts open minds to hear god's word and to experience his love through the coaches um please pray for the coaches for their relationships with each other. It's like a pressure cooker. When you're uh, in a camp setting like that, you're working uh, long hours with the same group of people. So um, interpersonal relationships that we would be united as a camp staff and that the love of Jesus would just be oozing out of every person that um, is there. And the, the campers and people that come on campus would just feel that and sense that. Um, please be praying for about any of the volunteer possibilities that are there. We'll have some people signing up still. Um, there, you got a card showing some of the ways that you might be able to volunteer. So just pray about that. Um, and there's, there are lots of vol- opportunities. And um, the other way would be for giving. Um, we try to give as many scholarships as people apply for them because we don't want anyone not to come that would love to come and have it just be a financial uh, decision. So um, if that is the way that you can be a part, then please pray about that, about being a part of the giving team. I want to thank the deacons for putting all the stuff that's going on out there with the barbecue today. So they've just been so helpful, um, Jerry and the team of guys. Uh, it's just been awesome. And one last thing, you'll see some of the pictures. Uh, most of them are power camp from years past. Um, I'm telling everybody, if you recognize a grandchild or a child or someone in one of those photos, it's yours. Please take it, because these things have been sitting in storage, and um, they're just collecting dust, and they're not being used, and they are from years past. So if you see anything in there that you want... You can take the entire frame. You can take the picture out of it if you want, but it's yours, okay? Thank you. Well, uh, I'll echo Dave's thanks uh, to you guys who shared. Really appreciate that testimony. And I would say, I'm going to try to sort of tie this together with a few loosely related uh, thoughts here as I'm as I'm listening there. Um, first, I would say, don't miss the fact, as a congregation, let's don't miss the fact um, that while this is, Power Camp is an outreach to children, but it is not exclusively ministry to children because there is a lot of ministry happening among the coaches. And, and I hope you caught that 
in the testimonies. That's one of the reasons we like them to share. Power Camp is about making disciples who make disciples. As we've been talking about as a church, missional communities, and we have a pilot missional community that is doing that. It's a, it's a disciples, discipling community, but it's about making disciples who make disciples. Um, so the, the discipleship ministry that is going on right here among these young people um, is, is worth it just by itself. And, and we don't want to miss that fact, um, that it's about making disciples who make disciples. I want to read Psalm 78, um, not all of it, because it's like 72 verses long. I'm going to read the first uh, several verses here, I guess, uh, verse, verse 2 through 8. Because again, the, the, um, the question here at the end of the day is, what is, what is our concern here as a congregation? I mean, we can say, um, hallelujah, y'all have fun. <laughs> and, and then just power camp just happened back here at all the times when we're not here. And we're glad it happens, but it has nothing to do with us. Uh, let's don't let our minds go there. And so uh, let Psalm 78 call us to a different place. And it says, beginning in verse 2, I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from of old. Things which we have heard and known that our fathers have told us, we will not hide them from their children, but tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord and his might and the wonders that he has done. He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers to teach their children that the next generation might know them, the children yet unborn and arise and tell them to their children so that they should set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. And that they should not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was not steadfast, whose spirit was not faithful to God. There is so much that we could say about that that I won't say today. Um, but what we want to hear is the priority that God places on continuing his covenant through generations, through families even specifically. And this is an encouragement, by the way, parenthetically, just to parents in general, the parents and grandparents, to say it is, it is not a guarantee that every child of a believing home is going to be a believer, him or herself. But what it does say, it is that God's design is to work through families to continue his covenant. And that's, that's at the heart of what Psalm 78 says. He commanded these things through our fathers and commanded them to tell their children so that they would rise and tell their children. A generation yet unborn, God already sees them in view in what he's doing right now in our church all the time and what he's going to do this summer in power camp. That these third and fourth graders, for example, who are asking now, who's God's dad? Uh, one day may be a dad himself. And, and those lives that are claimed for Jesus now will bear fruit generations from now. A new story will be written 
on whole families because of what he does in the life of one child. That is our concern as the people of God. We are not as believers. Listen, we lose sight of this in America, the whole idea of covenant community, but we are not exclusively concerned about the children that we gave birth to, that we raised in our home, that we have responsibility for as our own. We as a community of faith are concerned with the children of our community. That is the word and the will of God uh, throughout the scriptures. And we want, to, we want to see that and lose sight of that, or, or not lose sight of that, and embrace um, our responsibility for that. That's what we're called to as we support and participate at whatever level in power camp. So there's something there for everybody to respond to. This is not just a peripheral and um, extra and bonus This is something that God has raised up, something that God has blessed, something that God continues to call all of us to. And I want to encourage you um, to respond to that in whatever way he would lead you. The final thing I'll say, and this is maybe a a word for us and uh, as as well as maybe particularly for those who are serving at Power Camp. I've I've shared some time past a I've I've cited a quote from um, Augustine. I will not quote it from memory. I don't know it. So I'll just paraphrase it. Hopefully, whenever I uh, refer to it before, it's long enough ago that you don't remember it. Um, So it'll just all seem new. But he, he he said something along these lines. He said, we're commanded to love all people. As Christians, we're commanded to love all people. But we can't possibly love all people because we don't know all people, right? The world is a, is a big place. We never meet most of the people in most of the world. That's his point. But, but by uh, the circumstance of just time and space, we have, we have been placed in this place, Wilmington, North Carolina, at this time in history. We've been... Uh, placed in a particular family that we belong to and so forth, we, he, by just the circumstance of time and space, he has brought us into contact with certain people and those we are to love in a special way because it's as if he has cast lots for us, Augustine says, and chosen for us the people whom we are to love. You following the train of thought there? We're commanded to love everybody. We can't possibly, but God has cast lots for us and chosen for us the people whom we're to love with a special love. So as Dave alluded to earlier, there we don't even know who will be signed up for power camp the first week because it always happens. They come flooding in at the end. We don't know who they are, but we are to love them. You and I are to love them Because God has cast lots for us and chosen uh, those people for us to love. I would say with a special exhortation to our Power Camp coaches, as a former teacher and school principal, I I will just tell you that child has been chosen for you. Now, you don't even know what child I'm talking about yet, but you'll know him or her when when you see him or her. Uh, By about 2.30 in the afternoon on the first day, if you make it that long, you'll know which one I'm talking about. (laughs) 
and and he or she or they have been chosen for you. That God has cast lots for you. If you don't know what that means, by the way, it's like rolling dice. Okay, he's just he's just rolled the dice, so to speak, for you and chosen for you the children that you are to love with a special love. N- no exceptions. I mean, there there isn't one that that snuck in to your class. He he picked the whole roster for you. And he picked the whole roster of all of them for all of us to love them with a special love. And however he would lead you to do that, to pray daily as power, even now leading up um, to camp, but daily as power camp is in session to be praying for God to move in the lives of our staff um, and those campers. For you to volunteer in some way, um, for you to give financially so that Uh, Kids who otherwise couldn't be here will be able to. However he might lead you to, there is something there for all of us um, to make possible, to declare to the coming generations the glorious works of the Lord, that they might arise and tell them to their children that the story continues of his great grace that he started in your life and mine. Can you say amen to all of that? I want to close this with a word of prayer and then a few instructions um, as we depart. Lord, we, we do thank you again for all that you intend to do. Thank you for every life that you have chosen to be a part of this camp this year. We don't know who they are, but you do. And we receive them as a gift from you and as a responsibility that we are to steward. Lord, would you show us how to steward it well? And each one in every task and responsibility that we would all do our work whatever that is heartily as unto you and not unto men we pray your spirit uh, would be present and abide uh, with every person who fills this gym and these hallways and the classrooms every Um, step would be ordered by you, by your good grace, Lord. And would you be pleased with, with what you hear from the mouths of coaches, what you see in the way they love, and by the way those kids respond. Lord, would you be pleased, too, with how we as a congregation once again Uh, rise up to respond ourselves to the call you place on us to be part of this ministry of telling to the coming generation the glorious works of the Lord. We surrender it to you, trust you with it all. In the name of Jesus, amen.